Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future, one head button, plug pulling, car starting minute at a time. Crowd blinging. <laughs> I'm Scott Corelli. <laughs> I'm Nick Menez in the news. Happy 100 episodes, everybody. 100. Woo! And joining us for this is uh, Preeti Chibber and Ali Coluccio. Welcome back, guys. Hello! So today, with minute 100, uh, which begins with a headbutt that starts a car and ends with the DeLorean barreling forward toward its destiny. Hopefully. You know, hopefully. I, I, I can't tell you a movie with uh, as with a hundred fun minutes. Yeah, I know. You know, as we, as we hit this milestone, just like every minute of this movie had like one fun thing in it. Nick, we've done a hundred episodes of this show. <laughs> I haven't done a hundred episodes. I haven't done a hundred of a lot of things. Yeah, <clears throat> hundred episodes. Oh my god! Woo! Um, so the car starts going ten, just... ten, ten seconds after the alarm goes off. Sure, that's um. You really gotta suspend your disbelief, man. That's yeah. not bad. I mean, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> wake up ten within ten seconds of when my alarm goes off. So that's true. I think he's yeah. so it's fine. And his well, face I mean, is, makes the whole thing worth it. It's true. Like, that's like one of this minute might be my favorite minute in the movie for both of their reactions to the things that are happening. Well, this is the minute. This is the minute that you specifically requested when right? I asked you to be on the show. This minute is so great. Like, everything yeah. happens where the, like, I love Marty just like slamming his head on the thing. And then that, like, oh, sh- that, like, look that, like, Again, that super teenage look of like, oh shit, that worked. Oh shit, that worked. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, well, the, it reminds me. Okay, so so when I was in high school, right, I uh, I went to this little high school, and I was I was newish in the school. Um, like I had just moved there, and it's this tiny school. It's like in a in a town called Hope, Indiana, right? And the the slogan of the town is called like a surprising little town, and and uh, spoilers, it was not. Um, and so I'm at this high school and there's this moment where this girl is – and I don't even remember who it was because I, I, I think it was just some random girl that I never really became friends with or anything like that. Maybe she moved away. I don't know. But I don't really remember her, um, who, who it was that I did this to. But like she was struggling with her locker, right? And I – me being a pop culture savvy kid, I just waltz up to the locker and I, I'm gonna, I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pretend to do the Fonz move, and it's not gonna work, and it'll be, it'll be really funny, you know. So I walk up, and I do, I pound the top of it, and then I lift, go to lift the locker, and it opens, <gasps> and I'm just like, whoa, I want to celebrate right now, but I can't because I gotta play it cool, so I just let it open, <laughs> and then I, I just, I walked away, and I remember turning a quarter and just being like, holy shit. <laughs> See, it was a surprising town. <laughs> that was, and that was Bethany. The, I, I think that goes down as being the coolest thing I've ever done in my entire that's life. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's what that reminds me of. That look that he gave where he was just like, ah, like that. That was totally the noise that escaped from my mouth when that actually happened. <laughs> My uh, my hometown's motto was first in friendship, last to desegregate. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. 
<laughs> in like Pawnee, Indiana? No, sorry. No, my, my, my hometown, Mansfield, Texas, was the last town in at least Texas, but I think America, to like to desegregate their public school. Wow. Oh, man. That is a legacy. Yeah. Whew. Ouch. <laughs> Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, so something I really love about this minute too, because like I said, I love everything. Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd both have such great voices, and they use mm-hmm. them so well in this minute. Like, like you said, like Marty's little sound, and of course, like Doc, that like scream of anguish. <laughs> yeah. My favorite thing so about great. the anguish scream is it it doesn't match the face that he makes. <laughs> 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 it's like his face is like at a five, but his voice is at like a ten. His voice it's is just, like a forty-seven. Oh, pained, desperate anguish. Just, <laughs> I, I mean, look, I've been where Doc's at. Like, what? Doc, I'm sorry. No, no, you I just mean like dangling I, from the. I mean, we all we, clock tower. <laughs> no, I just mean like that feeling of just like can nothing go right? Yeah, like, have yeah. you ever? Have you ever had, I mean, specifically even with plugs, like where you're trying to plug something in that's like behind your bed or something or behind a couch yeah. and you're trying to reach it into the plug, but you can't do And then you finally you do it and then it unplugs from the other thing, you know, as, as someone who is just shy of five feet tall. A lot of my life is trying to reach things and being like so frustratingly short. <laughs> like not well sometimes physically as a person but it's like oh come on i just need like a half an inch more and then i can reach my cereal box <laughs> <laughs> or like i just christmas and plugging lights in or like especially when you go to like plug something in behind i was like but my arm it doesn't i want to put it in the <laughs> <laughs> so you know this feel is what you're i know saying. i know this feel <laughs> what's really funny about doc's pained desperate anguish is that it this is the second time that he's made that that noise and so for for a lot of reasons like like movie rules dictate that that shouldn't really work the second time because the whole point is that the rule of three is that it's not funny the second time it happens it's funny the first and third time right. and so I don't know how they made this work, it's but a- it's so funny here, and it's just as funny as it happens when the when the when the garbage can sets on uh-huh. fire. I think it's Christopher Lloyd. I, he's just yeah. so. I mean, he's so compelling and so <laughs> engaging, and you are like with you are there with him. Like, you're, like, <laughs> laughing at him, but I also was spending that minute of this movie that I have seen a thousand times, like, with my hands on my head, like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're not going to make it. It's it's impeccably edited. Yeah. Like, I, the way that they subtly, like, bring, bring up the tension every, like, every time. Like, th- I mean, we haven't even talked about, like, we, we skipped right to his anguished right. scream. <laughs> And, and we didn't even talk about like when we come back to Doc, he is he is 
full of relief. Mm-hmm. And he's confident because he's back on solid ground. He has both ends of the plug. And he's just like, everything's going to be fine. And then he goes to plug him in. And it and it, they don't reach because the, the branch that is holding down the other freaking plug. freaking tree. And he's just like, are you serious? <laughs> like, <laughs> And, and the way that he's just like, oh, come on. And he's just, he's yanking on that plug because he's like, come on, this can't be happening. <laughs> oh, God. And, it, and it's just like, it's it's such a relatable moment yeah. for for something so insane. Yeah, like, and that kind of you know, goes. hanging on the side of this clock tower. And, and you know, like, and the thesis statement of this podcast almost, you know, like we've been saying this since episode one. And now we're saying that episode 100 But, you know, when you look at, like, modern blockbusters, they all kind of have, you know, the same ending where it's like, oh, like, the guy's trying to get the blue light to turn on and the heroes have to try to get the blue light to turn off. And, and, like, you know, no one, you know, not a lot of audiences can relate to that, but everyone can relate to, like, the wires just don't fit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And such a great way to make the third act, like, as visceral and, like, you know, like hair pulling as as you'd want it to be, and like the stakes are not that high. I mean, they kind of are, but you know, in terms of like you know, they're, like like no one's higher, trying. They're higher than they are in say Christmas Vacation. Oh yeah, yeah, but like you know, like <laughs> when you just when, want when, that bug to work. <laughs> but like when General Zod says like turn on the world engine, that sounds really, you know, like crazy. But it, it doesn't hit me the way of like the wires aren't reaching and back right. to the <laughs> right. Right. No, completely. Um, it's uh, it's really great, you guys. Movie's <laughs> <laughs> really great. <laughs> so great. Uh, yeah. It's um, man, really should have thought about moving that branch when it when it Probably. came down and unplugged the thing to begin with. Probably, but this this minute is so great because it like. When it ends, like, nothing is resolved. It's like everything has just gone totally wrong. And you're just in this, like, I think in our heart of hearts, you know when you're watching this Mm -hmm. movie, like, everything's going to work out because that's the kind of movie it is. But Mm -hmm. in that moment, it's, like, the pure, like, anxiety. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, too, like, because you're, you know that they're going to get together, but there's so much going wrong. And I think... You're with the doc when he right. makes that like <gasps> noise. Yeah, yes. you're like no, Marty. Yeah, and it's has so to it's so back. and it's so cathartic. Yes, yeah, it is. well, the the best part about that moment, I think, is the fact that it it negates everything that he's done this week so far. Yeah, yeah, because he's been up there trying to plug this thing back in just to unplug it again, <laughs> like. That's, no, it, it's it, just like the you know, worst feeling it, of just undoing everything that you've done up to that point. Like it's like building a house, like building a house of cards, getting to the last card, and then they all fall down. Yeah, you know, it. There, there really is a lot more of of safety first in this scene besides him dangling from the clock tower. Like this yeah. whole sequence is so reminiscent of like a Buster Keaton like action sequence. I almost want to say it's not even a comedic mm. scene. I mean, it is, but it's so like well executed. Yeah, I just I want I just want to see another movie made with these kinds of stakes these these really small things that mean that that mean so much for the characters in the movie 
but not really for anyone else, you know? Mm-hmm. The last, man, Fury Road really made me feel like, like, Ugh, you know what I mean? Like, no! Yeah. That was a good one. Um, <laughs> I can't, I mean, they just don't, they don't make a lot of movies uh, that have these style stakes anymore. Because even even with even with Fury Road, it's like yeah, everything is small because it's it's literally. I mean, the plot of the movie is literally uh, going somewhere, stopping and turning around and coming back the way you came. Um, but the the so the stakes are all character based. But because you don't see any of the rest of the world, it still is very. It feels like the end of the world. Like everything mm-hmm. feels like the end of the world mm-hmm. because you don't know you don't know anyone else in the world. You just know the people that are in this wacky race that's happening. In, inside um, Out? Yeah. Oh, but but then Inside Out hides behind catastrophe. You know, with like islands falling and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Hockey Island, so, man. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. I can't I can't think of another movie like made somewhat recently that has like these types of stakes. Like Back to the Future is like specifically this one, um, the stakes are just so special. Have you seen Gersberms yet? No, not yet. Okay, it's. I mean, I'm not, I'm not comparing Goosebumps to Back to the Future, but like it, it has a very similar sense of like fun to it. Well, that's good. Uh, I definitely want to see it. Jack Black um, would have made a really good Doc Brown. Hmm. Yeah. There's like a, there's like a yeah. similar level of commitment. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. We talk a lot about uh, about what a remake of Back to the Future would look like, like and and actually, because 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 uh, Nick's favorite person for uh, for for Marty, the one that you keep bringing up all the time, like it's uh, the first time. Yeah, right. Every time <laughs> it's like the first time, but 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 uh, but he would be a really good Doc opposite her. Oh yeah, I, I I'm a really big fan of like. I think she might be a little bit too old now, even though she, like, hasn't aged at all. But, like, imagining 2007, 2008 Ellen Page in, like, the Marty McFly costume just seems so cool to me. Yeah, that would be pretty amazing. Yeah. I'm down with that. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, that's interesting. She turns her mom, like, by curious. (laughs) I actually feel like the, the girl from, um... Uh, girl meets world. The young, the young lady that uh, says one things about feminism every few yes, months. Yes. I, I've never seen the show, but I'm like, you seem cool. The, the show is pretty great. I mean, I'm a huge Boy Meets World fan. Like that show is outstanding, and Girl Meets World is pretty funny in the kind of Disneyfied way that they've done it. But I think that girl could do justice to the part in like yeah, a I'm couple excited. years, and when she gets a little older, she's a little young for it. But in like three years i think she'd be great i need to i've been afraid to watch that show because i love boy meets world so much i mean it's pretty funny it's like hokey in the way that like early boy meets world was hokey like when the kids are so young but like it's so fun seeing kind of the gang back together again i don't even care yeah yeah and it's really um i remember thinking i mean i haven't seen it but i remember when i saw like commercials and trailers for it I remember liking how kind of um, vintage it felt. Like mm-hmm. it, it felt good to not have a show on Disney Channel about like she's in a dance academy or like she's a pop star or she's a social they media star. It's like she's a, she's a kid. She's a little kid. 
Yeah. <laughs> and she still has her, like, version of Sean Hunter as her best friend. And, like, it's cute. It's really fun. And it's still I'm really sorry. funny. Uh, I, 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 it sounded like you said Sean uh, Hontorez. And I was like, was that Sean's name? Sean Hontorez? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I, this is, this is a, this is a phenomenal minute. Um, and this has been a phenomenal week, guys. It really has been. <laughs> it's a really good I know. Week. We got, we got the good, we got the, I think we get the best week. Yeah, probably. Just say. You guys, it was a really good week. You guys should, re- you guys should reserve a week, um, when we start covering Back to the Future Minute Part Two. Yeah. Yes. I'm in. Is there, is there, a, is there a minute in that? Or, or is there like a, hoverboard a particular chase moment scene. in that? I was going to say just before the hoverboard chase scene, I love the minute where he sees his son for the first time. Like, I love the parallels between Back to the Future, Back to the Future 2, but that scene is like yeah. one of my favorites. I just love, like, he steals the, like, little girl's hoverboard and, like, pulls oh. the, like, handlebars <laughs> off of it. It's so good. And then, like, he just keeps tearing around and he goes over water and, like, the, I always can't the get one over actor, and he's just like, hoverboards don't go over water. <laughs> <laughs> and then he falls. It's like, that's not what makes it. It's not the over water. It's like someone tells him it's not going to work doing it that way. And that's when he falls. <laughs> but the, scene, well, we'll, the thing has little baby Elijah Wood in it. Mm. Well, we'll figure out. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna start breaking down Back to the Future two uh, soon, and we'll see how that shakes out. Because for all we know, Breathy's minute could be on Monday, and Allie's minute could be by Friday. So convenient. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, thanks for joining us. Where can people find you guys on uh, on the internet? Breathy, go first. Uh, you can usually find me every week on the O Comics podcast with Paul Montgomery um, on panels. Paul Montgomery, past guest of the show. Yeah, uh, and you can also find me generally on the internet on Twitter and Tumblr at Run with Skizzers. Um, I'm on the Twitters and the Tumblers as Wonder Alley. Um, I got on those first, so I don't have to put an underscore in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I am also, uh, one of the panel tiers at panels.net where sometimes I write about things that are comics related. Mm-hmm. And then every, every once in a while yeah. when, they're, when they're feeling frisky, they, uh, they let me on the O Comics podcast. It's always a good time. <laughs> Those are always comics after dark. Episodes. Yes, that is. A, I'm. I'm. I'm not ready for prime time panels. I, <laughs> it's more like, oh, comics. Yeah. Ay, Dios mío. Cha cha. So you're the bad influence, is what you're saying. All right. Well, thank thank you so much, ladies, for being on the show, and we'll definitely have you back for uh, Back to the Future Two when we start doing it. Yeah. Here's to a hundred more. <laughs> oh God. Um, all right. So in the meantime, uh, we'll be back next week with Minute One Hundred One. Uh, in the meantime, go to our website, BackToTheFutureMinute.com. Leave comments there. Join our community. Uh, we've got lots of people talking about Back to the Future uh, in really cool ways. And what's really awesome is. We've only ever had one mean correction, which is phenomenal. We have lots of corrections, but they're always super nice, like super nice where they're like, well, you know, 
that that's interesting. But also there's this other thing you could think about. It's pretty great. That's what happens when most of your listeners are women. Honestly, <laughs> most of our most of our fan base seems to be female, and and they're they're all amazing. Like they're just amazing. No one's ever um, asked once us. Never. No one has once asked us to prove that we're real. Back to the Future fans. Yeah. It's weird <laughs> it's how, amazing that how that works. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, you can also you can also email us contact back to the future minute.com if you want to be a part of our mailbag episodes coming up in a couple of weeks uh, as we wrap up the movie. You can also follow us on Twitter at BTTF Minute. Uh, I'm at Scott Corelli and Nick is at Nick M. Jimenez. Uh, you can follow the site on Tumblr, BTTF.tumblr.com, where we uh, reblog. We, we blog about the show, but then we also reblog. Um, fan-made stuff and, and like gifts from the show and, and stuff like that. Oh, we so love it. It's so fun to see that. Oh, it's amazing. Um, and then uh, like us on Facebook, leave us iTunes reviews because that helps us out more than you could possibly know. And uh, while you're there, go ahead and check out The Doctor's Companion or Doctor Who podcast where we are uh, in the process of of uh, talking about every single Doctor Who story, one Doctor at a time, with Cassandra Fedrick- Cassandra Fredrickson at Dark Hearted Rose. I just realized we haven't been saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and we should have new uh, new like artwork and stuff. So we're kind of like it's kind of a rebranding of the show. So yeah. Um, and then of course check out Geek by Night, our original uh, audio drama series about five friends who run a comic book store together and also have superpowers. It's weird, it's funny, and it's just like these people that love each other, like hanging out and making mistakes and stuff like that. So it's uh, big, it's two biggest influences on my end are Gilmore Girls and the Fast and the Furious movies because yes. <laughs> which should both. be the basis for everything, really. literally everything. <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah, if you like Back to the Future and you haven't checked out Geek by Night, uh, please do so because I think I think you'll uh, get a lot out of it. Or also, if you miss. Uh, Russell T. Davies era Doctor Who. If you like jump ship, go check out Geek by Night because there's this awesome character named Lorelai Swift and she's kind of doctory and we did that on purpose. Um, and yeah, she's named so, after Lorelai Gilmore. Yeah, and she's named after Lorelai Gilmore. So there you go. And Taylor Swift, not really. But... <laughs> not the best t- <laughs> so go go check out uh, Geek by Night. She's Scottish and she's awesome. And uh, Geek by Night is great and you should check it out. The actress is English and awesome. Yes, correct. Naomi Wong, she's amazing. Make sure that you check out those who came before us, Star Wars Minute and Goodfellas Minute, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.